Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Fuji Love Podcast. This is the show that is brought to you by Fuji Love Magazine. For the latest and greatest in all things Fujifilm X Series and GFX, head on over to Fujilove.com. This week, we are finishing up our talk with Fred Ranger. In part two of our conversation, we talk at length about the gear that we were able to use. Uh, we were able to use a lot of the cameras and uh, the, the, the lenses that were announced earlier in the year, and we put them to a field test. And this is our entire conversation about what we loved, what we didn't love, uh, the things that worked for us, the things that didn't work for us, and things we would like to see moving forward. So without further ado, let us go right into that interview. Coming back to the other point uh, with, with the X Pro Three, uh, previ- previously when we all went with, with uh, me, you, and Take, uh, we were talking about different cameras that we were using. I actually got in touch with uh, Fujifilm North America, and they were happy to let me try a bunch of stuff. And, and in in this package, I had the X Pro Three, the XT Four. And the glass that I was able to try was the 18 millimeter, uh, 1.4 and the 50 millimeter 1.0. Um, nice. It was like an amazing, just deluge of, uh, of stuff coming in. And, uh, to, to start with the X pro three, th- there is, something amazing about that camera and like no joke when people badmouth that camera until they pick it up and then suddenly this is the this is awesome i get it now like i think the magic of the camera isn't necessarily ju- you know ju- the, the shooting or anything like that it's it's business as usual for Fuji in, in that respect. I think the genius behind it and, and it kind of that, that psychological thing is it's like you're holding a film camera. And, and by that, I mean like we are so trained to tuck in our thumb uh, in, in the grip. Everything is right side focused. When you're holding a film camera, like pick up your, uh, your your Canon AE AE one or, or or you know your 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 Leica camera that you know has no LCD screen in the back. Uh, you can you have full reign to like move your thumb anywhere you want, and that comes back to you on, on the X Pro three, and suddenly you have this really comfortable grip. Um, I didn't need to to, to even think about having an L bracket on, on this, um, you know, it just fits so well in my hand before I even took the first shot. And yeah. 
like that just feels great. It's, it's kind of like a, a photographer's version of sinking into a very comfortable couch. Um, like I can't stress that enough. Like that, that grip, that, that be that freedom to put your thumb anywhere is amazing. And, uh, you kind of get that with the XT four as well. Like once I found myself when I was playing with the XT four, tucking the screen in <laughs> <laughs> and, and just having no LCD screen on the back, like it just so I can move my thumb around um, like that felt really good. And when we spoke last time about having an X pro three with the op, you know, having it as is, but with the option of flipping it around so that you can have the LCD screen showing, I really, really think that that's going to happen for the next round. Um, I, I don't see them getting rid of this concept uh, because it feels so good. Uh, but for those that, you know, complain, you know, I want my LCD screen. Sure. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. but what, what do you think? I went on and on about the X pro three, uh, just, just holding it. <laughs> no, man. I, again, I think the X pro three is uh, probably the most interesting digital camera on the market uh, for a couple of reasons, maybe uh, with, with the, the, the Leica MD, which is kind of a similar approach here, but uh you're getting best of both worlds, I, I find. Uh, to your point, it feels like a film camera in your hand, yet you're having all the latest and greatest, you know, autofocus uh, capabilities and the, the great Fujifilm lens. But it really focuses you on the story you're trying to tell. And I know uh, tonight uh, in this discussion, I, I kept mentioning storytelling because sometimes I, I think talking about gear, we get lost in the megapixel count and so on and so forth. Um for me, that that camera brings you back to the essence of photography, which is yes. capturing a moment that will never come back in time. And I feel that when I press the shutter on an X-Pro3, I'm making a photograph. Again, it sounds a bit pretentious, but making a photograph. And when I'm taking the same exact image on an X-T4, as an example, I'm more like working or trying to get to an end result. So it's nothing about the specs of the camera. It's actually about the UX, the feel, and the uh, kind of mindset that it brings me, at least, uh, into when I when I use that camera. So, so to answer your, your your question, couldn't care less about the the specs of the X Pro Three. It can stay at twenty four megapixel, twenty six, uh, or whatever the the, the 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 count it is. I don't care. I think the UX and the experience will always be for me, the, the best one on the Fujifilm system. Yeah, totally. Hmm. Um, so is, is this a camera that I'm going to buy? Uh, probably when the prices go down. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> it, it is, that's the thing. They, they keep the price so high and uh, it, it, I, it, nothing. I now understand why a lot of people are hating on that camera. Uh, they don't even you know bring the price down after a year or so so yeah, yeah. throw me a bone fuji <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I i do want this but i can't yeah justify it not when i have a 30, 23 millimeter in the future that i need to buy <laughs> well there you go because now it's the ideal and perfect setup you know 23 on the expo 3 wow yes and right before i sent it back like the very last thing i did was go on a nighttime street walk um w w with that and I walked by this couple uh, in Newburyport um, 
hang on for a minute. I'm going to, I know we're recording and everything, but I'm going to go to my Instagram. And yeah, the photo of the two people on the little bridge, huh? or not bridge. But yeah, the, 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 they're sitting on the, the, the stone thing. Oh, so you're yeah, yeah. seeing that. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that when you posted it. Great, great, great photo. Like, I was able to to just flip down the LCD screen, um, and, and I'm walking straight while holding the camera, uh, like just just lengthwise, uh, which yeah, still not as comfortable, but much more tolerable on, on the X Pro Three. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I nailed the shot, and that was with the F two. Imagine what I could have gotten mm-hmm. with the 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 F one point four. Like that would have. Uh, changed that photo dramatically and and it was a nighttime photo you would have had more 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 shutter speed the you know faster shutter speed so that would have been even even more clear and crisp that's uh, that's also an advantage i'm happy with the shot and i'm even happy with the blur um again there's reason why the the blur is actually from me because i'm moving uh faster than i should have been probably um but uh, I just didn't want to get caught. <laughs> did, did they notice uh, when you took? No, the photo? they they oh, didn't no. even pay attention to me. Um, but uh, but man, that was so much fun! Like just, I mean, just for what I had, like just nailed the shot on the first first try, and I was like, yes, such a great feeling, and uh, yeah. So I just need the better lens, and uh, we'll be all set. <laughs> Um, so that was the X pro three. Um, you had the chance to use the X E four. Yes. Um, what was your experience with that? I, it's, it's funny, uh, you asked because I literally just, uh, finished the uh, first impression video that's going to go up on my YouTube channel. So by the time this uh, podcast is in, uh, online, uh, the, the, the video will be up. So if you want to see that, but, um, Man, this camera, I you know didn't think uh, anything about it. I mean, I, I I knew the XE3 was an interesting camera. Some people liked it. I always find it a bit uh, too small for me. But now that I've tried the XE4, this is definitely it's like if the X Pro3 and the um, X100V had a baby, literally, because you've yeah. got a very very small factor camera. It's so small; it's actually smaller than the X100. Uh, series, but yet you have an interchangeable, interchangeable lens system where you can, uh, you know, put any of the Fujifilm lenses. So for me, this is the ultimate hiking camera, traveling camera. Uh, you even have the flip up screen. So this is the another one uh, that Fuji uh, is uh, experimenting with. So this is uh, kind of the same on the X70 uh, that you can tilt all the way up so you can have a selfie kind of mode so if you're doing yeah. a video you can see yourself or you can take a, a selfie with a group and so on and so forth but um i will say three things about this camera first one the weight and size makes it a very attractive uh, camera for anyone who wants to reduce their kit and have the same quality sensor as in the x100v xd4 x pro 3 uh, but wants a lighter and smaller kit the second point, I will say this camera looks very good. And I know it's not something that, you know, changes anything at the end of the day, but it's a very good looking camera. I have the silver in my hand right now. And again, very reminiscent of the uh, X100. Yeah. And the third point is you have to pair it with the new 
or Canon U Fujifilm 27 pancake lens. This is the 27 2.8. You put that on and you've got a pocketable camera. You've got a camera you can put in your you know, jacket or in, even in your in your jeans if you have uh, big pockets um, and you're, you're ready to go. This is your street uh, photography camera. This could be your hiking camera and one that you will bring anywhere with you because it's, it's so small and, and so, you know, portable. So for me, that those are kind of the reasons why you want to go for that camera. Will I buy this camera? No. Will my girlfriend who wants to size, uh, to downsize her X-T3 uh, get it? Yes. She's actually, she, she used it a couple times. She's like, that's it. That's it. I want you to, you know, uh, uh, find someone to buy the X-T3 because I'm getting an X-T4. So that's, uh, it's made for a certain type of, of uh, people. And I can definitely see why a lot of people are, are, you know, raving about this camera. I purchased this camera um, uh-huh. a couple months ago. And this is the whole thing about me selling my X100V for the, and I picked up the XE4 um, because I wanted to have uh, a little bit of redundancy in my, my arsenal um, mm-hmm. for, for wedding photography. I, I started to panic a little um, and I had it for a little while and then ultimately I returned it and purchased the xt3 again so now i have two x because the the uh, around fourth yeah around the fourth of july like the pricing came down on the the xt3 and it was to the point i was like you know what i'm probably better off i don't want to do this but it's probably in my best interest to have two xt3s uh x pro 2 as my backup like sitting on the sidelines and then i have my xt2 and xt1 in my pelican case as really in case of glass you know break glass <laughs> in emergency and at that point i don't know what the hell is happening that's making me dig into that crate <laughs> um but um but anyway that's that that is this is to satisfy my need for redundancy uh and making sure everything is just so that being said, I regret giving back the XE4 because I, I to Take's point, like I, I gave away my soul when, when, when I sent that camera back, and I did not buy it with the pancake lens. I really uh, had I bought it with the pancake lens, I probably wouldn't have done that. Uh, I, I probably would have been uh, glued to it um, because that sounds incredible. Like so convenient, yeah. Like it's a great camera. Um, I when it, when I purchased it, um, I really wanted to find uh, an L bracket because I thought I would need it for the small size. But the way it's made, like even though it's the, the, it's practically featureless, your hands wrap around this really well. Yep. And like, I was able to hold this no problem. Um, and I used it predominantly with the 23 uh, F2 lens. Uh, and I actually used it for uh, a wedding. I, I had 
the XE4 on my left side and then the X-T3 dangling on my right side. Uh, and that had the 35 millimeter. And my God, what an imbalance of size. <laughs> like the, the XE4 weighed nothing. And so my sh- my, my dual camera strap that, 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 I, that I have around me is leaning very much to the to the right because the, the the there's no counterbalance now and it's like oh this this is this is not good i wish i had a spider clip on me um like it is um oh i don't know what my dog just did visit um <laughs> uh kodachrome's not having a good day um it's um so so anyway the xe4 was just so easy to use it was great um i'm i'm using it for uh the the what's it called the cocktail hour mm-hmm. i'm uh just bouncing back and forth just nothing is in the way and i am like like gliding through everything it, it was amazing um the the during the ceremony um that's the only time it became awkward because i was on off balance with uh uh everything you know just the 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 weight and the you know the 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 two weighted cameras but for the most part i didn't actually have to move a lot uh it was Mm -hmm. a a greek wedding that i was photographing and i i only had certain places that i was allowed to stand um so movement wasn't you know a, a huge thing um and then during the reception, it was like a godsend to have something so small and, and being able to move through tight spaces and keeping my distance from everybody and, and looking in, inconspicuous. It was great. Well, you look just like, you know, the uncle who brought his camera. So that's even better. People don't notice you. So you're not like, oh, look at the photographer there. Smile, you know. People totally. It, like, I'm, I'm so nondescript. It, 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 it was it was awesome. Um the again the drawback was that you know i i had it off you know i had it off balance i mean that's something i can live with um like i was i mean i a, f- a full wedding it it, it it performed seamlessly and uh and with one memory card slot look that's at cool. that yeah <laughs> <laughs> um if they could put ibis in there you would see a lot of vloggers, you know, jumping on that camera because it is so light and small and portable. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> it doesn't. So, so that's the only only drawback. Only the XT4, XS10 uh, that uh, that have the uh, the IBIS and of course the XH1, but that's a very heavy camera compared to the XE4. So if they find a way to put IBIS in an XE5. Uh, man, they're gonna take over the whole vlogging market because that's that's the camera to get if you're a, if you're a vlogger. If 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 vloggers still exist, I don't know if that's still a thing though. <laughs> they claim they are yeah. anyway, but um, camera conspiracies would exactly. would, would, would love this. Um, uh, that being said, like a- after this past Fuji summit, it made me realize that the x70 successor is truly dead yeah um no hope 
I, I don't think there is. I think, um, I think the XE4 is as close as we're going to get to it. I yeah. think the way they had it made was they, they really intended that to be um, the spiritual successor and take that market. Um, but again, I, I mean, I can't speak, you know, you know, they, they never mentioned this. Um, maybe one day we'll get an X 80. Uh, who knows? Uh, I, I know Kevin is really strong on that. Yeah. Kevin Mullins. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think we're going to get it. I think this is as close as we're going to get. And, um, I think, I think it, it's it's good. I, I really want to buy this camera. I, I, if I had just the, the the disposable income to to do it, I, I would. But again, I have a twenty three millimeter that I need to buy. Yes, <laughs> I have a potentially X Pro three that I need to buy. <laughs> but um, you know what? If the X Pro three doesn't come down in price by the end of the year, I think. I will let the X Pro Three fly away and just pick up the XE Four instead. Yeah, um, it, it's really if it came down to the two of them, um, and, and one doesn't budge in price, the XE Four easily um, can, can fit that that need that I need for that everyday camera. Yeah, and backs um, up a lot of feature for that small uh, small format. Yeah, yeah, I mean. It's a camera that I could take wherever I want, and I will buy it with a pancake lens this time. Yes. Um, do whatever I want, like, you know, go out on a hike. I have the camera with me. Go out street photography. The camera's going to, to freaking nail it. Um, if I need to use it on a wedding in a pinch, there it is. Um, and I, I, I think it's just... I, I think it's great. It's 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 the perfect little camera, um, and I miss I, it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next thing I, I I got to play with was the eighteen millimeter. We both got to play with the eighteen millimeter. Um, how how did you enjoy that lens? I mean, I know we talked about it briefly yeah. on uh, the the. The, when we were talking about the Fuji Summit, but like, it's how awesome me, was that? <laughs> for for me, the uh, the eighteen is uh, is probably one of the best lens uh, I've tested um, on the Fujifilm X system. Um, the well, first of all, the focal length itself. Uh, I really, you know, I'm starting to like that that wider field of view, especially for street photography. Uh, but not just for street photography. I mean, if you look at uh, some of the nature stuff that I've uh, produced lately, uh, it's all on 28 mil or you know 18 or 28 on the on the full frame. Um, so uh, so for me that that focal line is just perfect. The fact that it's all of the latest and greatest you know linear uh, motors when it comes to the to the autofocus and also weather sealing and so on and so forth. The the form factor also is not too big. Uh, and it's really well corrected. If you look at the, there's no distortion or no apparent distortion and not a lot of vignetting. And also uh, it's a very sharp lens. So again, for me, that that's uh, that's a lens that I would bring everywhere I go. 
Uh, I do have the 16 millimeter and a lot, a lot of people are asking me what's the difference. Uh, well, I will tell you that uh, it's, a you know, the 16, although it's a very good lens and uh, the close focusing distance is very good. Uh, it is an older lens. So the, all the, you know, the autofocus is slower. Uh, the lens in, is more, you know, more noise when you, when you use it and it autofocuses and also, uh, of course, it's not weather sealed. So, uh, so for me, those uh, and and also it's a no, it's a bit wider. And for me, uh, sixteen, it's it's uh, for video is fine, but for photo, I don't uh, I don't really use it. But eighteen, <laughs> some somebody might say uh, it's just two millimeters, but I, I do see the difference. So I'm I'm ending up using it more than than the sixteen. So for me, it's a it's a definite buy. I uh, I'm I'm considering it for sure. It's two millimeters, but my God, what a difference those two millimeters make. Like the 18 millimeter is a great lens to have with people completely filling your screen. It's not giving any kind of terrible distortion. Like at a certain point, wide angle is going to like really make people look weird. Um, you don't get that with the 18 millimeter 18 millimeter was just beautiful from 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 corner to corner uh like this was the lens to use with the the bride coming down the aisle like i had a indoor wedding outdoor wedding um in in both cases like it just was amazing um and, and like the 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 acquisition, like the the person acquisition uh, during the 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 reception uh, when when people are dancing, just spot on. Like it, it just was such a a snappy lens to use, and um, like twenty three and eighteen millimeter the i'm I'm still battling it out in my head which one I'm going to buy I, I keep saying it's going to be twenty three millimeter but somewhere in inside me is saying yeah but what about the eighteen millimeter yeah I mean let's just get the eighteen millimeter um and so we'll see what happens on the day that I actually will will pull the trigger and buy it like i I, mm. I actually might just get the eighteen millimeter instead but um Man, what a what an amazing lens though. It was it was great. Um the only thing I, I don't know, I, I'd have to give it a try for street photography. Um it seems a little too wide for me. Uh twenty-three is really pushing it for me. But again, I'm not what you would consider um what's the word? Uh good <laughs> at street <laughs> photography. <laughs> It's uh, you're not, you're not Joe Greer, you know? yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm complete opposite. Um, I, I he's a 28, uh, 28 millimeter shooter on uh, on full frame. I don't know, they, these guys really inspire me because they can fill a frame, man. It's uh, yes, wide and it's you know, layers and you know, kind of Alex Webb type type uh, layering. It's uh, it's freaking awesome. That that's I find it more difficult uh, when it's wider for the street but also more rewarding when you're when you nail a shot with all this action and and, and different stories and, and layers so uh so yeah man we 
You need to keep trying to get better. <laughs> the, I, I would imagine that the advantage for the 18 millimeter, uh, especially for somebody tr- first starting out, um, this would be a good lens to be able to use to, to capture as much as you can. And then you can crop later yeah. in post-production. Uh, so in that respect, it might, might do well. Uh, and it might help me be a better street photographer um but uh man i mean of course the best practice is uh practice 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 uh just that's the way you will eventually get better i pray mm-hmm. that's, that's what i'm doing <laughs> but uh yeah oh my goodness now uh, am i talking myself out of buying the 23 hmm. oh. choices mark choices <laughs> if i could buy both um, I would. So don't email me about that. <laughs> I can't always buy both. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh man, but it was such a gem to use. Um, the other item that I had was the 50 millimeter F1. Now, did you get a chance to use that one? Yep. And, uh, Bocalicious over Bocalicious over Bocalicious. <laughs> Holy crap. That camera uh, that lens is a beast it is dense yeah um talk about back in the uh the the canon days <laughs> yeah. yeah it's too big for me to be honest that's uh and uh i, I appreciate the, the 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 rendering and the fact that it's you know probably one of the most um vocalicious lens out there but uh yeah for me it's a, it's a bit too big and I don't see uh, I don't see a use for it, but I know that uh, some uh, portrait photographer and uh, you know probably some wedding photographer are just you know salivating, just thinking about getting a a one point zero lens on their Fujifilm system. It is as close as you could get to medium format results hmm. on uh, on a APS-C body. It is just crazy incredible um if you look at my instagram uh the the my, my business side the sadowski photography um the most recent post i have is using the the 50 millimeter uh for the 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 last dance and my god like it is when you nail a shot you nail a shot. Like, <laughs> um, I, I, I joked with, with, with uh, my colleague that uh, using the 50 millimeter for candid moments at a wedding was a piece of cake. As long as that cake was uh, eaten with a fork that only had one prong. <laughs> like it was, you, you're having more misses yeah but the 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 when you nail it it just you ju- it's just ridiculous magic when you nail it yeah um but i couldn't use it for the entirety of the 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 reception because one i i got tired of all the misses <laughs> um and two it is heavy <laughs> like yeah, i started to have uh problems with my shoulder 
uh, like an hour into using it. Um, it, it, it is not an easy camera camera lens to use during a, during a wedding. Um, like it's, 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 it's dense. <laughs> like I can't stress that enough. Like it is such a, such a switch from all the other lenses that Fuji has. Um, like I, I swear, if you put two 50 millimeter lenses together, um, you, you would get a singularity that, that would form just because of, of the sheer denseness of the, the, the lenses together. Yeah, it is. Uh, but, but the, the end result is, is great. So I would say if, if you have, uh, if you're fit as a fiddle and you have guns like, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, then yeah, use it during the wedding and, and, and use it as much as you want. But, um, for a weakling like me, I, uh, you know, I'll, it would be nice to have as a, a, a portrait lens, but it's, 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 it, it was fun to use, but I, I, I can't see myself buying well you have to hire someone to support the lens uh while you're shooting your wedding that's uh that's how that's how heavy it is (laughs) oh my god it's you you ain't kidding like i i need to 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 start training in crossfit just to be able to use this on a regular basis but i guess in the studio i guess that's why this uh this lens exists right so if you put it on a tripod and you're shooting portraits all day and and headshots and so on uh, then you've got uh, you know probably one of the most unique and best lens for for this type of work in uh, in the Fujifilm system. So uh, so yeah, so I guess it's more for studio and uh, right, well Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, and studio shooters. Yeah, and by the way, the the tripod that uh, Fred just mentioned isn't for the camera. It, it is for your arm, your elbow to rest <laughs> while you're holding this camera. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah, it, it's it's a great lens. Holy crap. Like just as far as F1.0 goes, it has a very forgiving um depth of field in that you like when you get your focus, you're not anything that's a little bit in front of it or behind it isn't immediately you know rendered useless because it's too blurry. Um uh, as long as you're standing far enough back, like I, I was able to have good portraits of couples, um, even when they were slightly off the, their, their respective planes. Um, so it was very well, uh, very well made. Uh, and like, uh, yeah, I mean, if you can, if you can use it, great. Um, but I think uh, if you want to save yourself some back pain, just invest in the media format system. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, one or the other. You'll be fine. <laughs> um, and so I think the the last thing I got was the X-T4. And X-T4, I got to say, is just, it's a brilliant evolution 
of a camera system. And I think the X-T4 is like this amazing final form um, of like uh, of, of camera capability. Like they, they built an IBIS system from the ground up that is amazing. Um, it, it is uh, just uh, a nice fit around the hands because of the the, the bigger battery and that just give it gives it that ever so slight bit of heft that that makes it just fit the hands much better. Uh, and again, like that that uh, that LCD screen, you can have it as a regular LCD screen or flip it in and have no LCD screen, kind of like the X Pro Three, and have a even better grip. Um, and, and like it, it is. It is your like your your heavy hitter. Your your it, it's your all star. It it is like by far the flagship camera. I know the X Pro series should be, but let's face it, the XT series is is the camera line, and like it, it is amazing. I I can't think of any other way to perfect this camera uh, apart from the probably the flippy screen. Um, you yeah, have you I, had a chance to use it? It's it, yeah, it's my daily uh, work yeah. when it comes to to, to video. Uh, definitely. Oh, that's right. And, yes. So so for me, it's uh, it's in the studio. It's always ready to go. Sometimes I use it for stills too, uh, but I use more the the X one hundred for photography. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. I guess that one is the one that gets the the bills paid. <laughs> that's how I see the the yes. before. Uh, it's the um, camera that gets the job done, uh, not necessarily inspired by it, although it does sports the uh, the Fujifilm, I would say, look and feel and and you know the dials and so on. But uh, but for me again, that's that's the camera you go to the the the, the dependable one, the one that you want to uh, have in front of you when you're filming or when you have an important job. And you you need the best results and uh, the you know fast results. So that's uh, it's the it's the camera to your point. Yep. Um, that's all I was able to use. Do you have any other cameras that uh, you were able to try during this time? Well, I think uh, that's a lot of gear that we've tried, uh, Mark. So no, yeah, that, that is a lot. <laughs> that we 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 we, uh, we went through a lot. Yeah. Um, did, did they make anything else? <laughs> I think that's pretty much it. That's pretty uh, much it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I, I, I and I shot the, my X hundred V a lot, and for me, it's not a, it's not a new piece of gear that they uh, came up with, but it's uh, the community that uh, uh, decided to go crazy on film recipes. Uh, Fuji X Weekly is one of the uh, site that will uh, share all of those recipes. There's others. Uh, so for me, that revived actually my. Uh, uh, joy of shooting JPEG. So that would be kind of the other thing I tried over the past few months. And uh, I have a couple favorites like Portra 400 or the simulation of that, film recipe of that, and uh, and also Tri-X and so on and so forth. So uh, that was the uh, uh, the cool the cool thing I did with the, the Fujifilm cameras lately. I, I love the film recipes. The film recipes are amazing. And the next thing I'm going to try next time I go out at night is uh uh Cinestill uh recipe. 
I, I and... dialed it in. I haven't tried it, so yeah, you have to tell me about it. I, I yeah. I'm waiting it. for um, my uh, ProMist filter to come in the mail. Yes. Um, once I get that, uh, that, that combination, uh, then I'm going out and then, then we'll get to see what kind of havoc I wreak. <laughs> I think Mark's uh, feed is about to get gloomy and bloomy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but to that point, uh, I, I regret selling my uh, giving back the XE4. The X100, I also feel that like little bit of a regret, um, but I, I kind of see the X100V and the XE4 on the same same playing field. They're they're, they're the yeah. essentially the same level, but one is interchangeable lenses and one isn't. Um, yeah, I agree, but, and that's why um, I'm letting my girlfriend buy the XE4, <laughs> and yes, uh, I'm keeping my X-Android V. I mean, for me, it's a, it's also a, a sentimental uh, approach to this line of, of cameras. I mean, that's the camera that got me uh, really into photography, but also that got me uh, to sell all my heavy and, uh, and expensive Nikon gear and glass. Uh, so there's a special relationship with this this camera. It's not the best one. It's not the fastest. It's not the one that has the best, you know, handling and stuff, but uh, it holds a very special place in my heart and my storytelling. It also what started the uh, my YouTube channel. So again, I, I I cannot part ways with that camera. Probably the XC4 is a more reasonable choice because of the lenses, but uh, but again, for me that uh, that camera is a sentimental value. It's like having a you know an old Fender guitar that you don't want to part ways with. Um, I should have kept uh, my uh, original one, uh, my X100. Like uh, I think Kevin Mullins, uh, we keep referring to Kevin, but uh, he, I think he has like 14 versions of the uh, X100 because he beats them up and then he buys more and then uh, he has a stack of them. But uh, I should have kept it. But hey, I sold it. But now uh, my when I look at my X100, I can think about all the great stuff that uh, that uh, you know sparked uh, for me. My X100, my very first X100. I sold it, but I sold it to my good friend who's still using it right now. Oh, so you can you can, uh, still, uh, can you still visit? Can can you have visit rights and stuff? Every now and then I see it when he he'll he'll bust it out, and I'm like, if you're going to sell that one day, I want first dibs. I want a first crack at that that because I will buy it back from you. They're, they're probably uh, going up in value, actually, not not down, you know, because of the yeah, whole. I, I, I didn't tell them that part yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they are going up in price. I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, well, actually, I'm not. It's everything is going it's yeah. all cuckoo for cocoa puffs right now. Yeah. Um, the I I have all the X XT cameras i have the xt1 two three and at some point i'll probably have the four um yeah it's weird the 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 xe line i think is probably my the one that actually hooked me the most Uh, the the x100 was the camera that brought me into the system but the xe2 is probably the one that early on I got to do the most exploration, uh, mm. like like the XC2 in combination with the uh, 35 millimeter 1.4 yeah. was the 
I mean, they were the ones that inspired me the most. And I think the day the 35 millimeter, the, the, when the lens broke, when, when the, the mechanic, the mechanical track in there just kind of got messed up uh, and I had to send it in repairs. I, I think that kind of threw me off a bit because I ended up selling the lens after it was repaired and I ended up selling the X, uh, the, the X E2. I, I think I ended up getting the X 100 T the third one. Um, yeah. A lot of weird times that around, around that time I was, I was searching, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, 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 it yeah, I, I went through some changes around that time, but uh, I, I think I have the most fondest memories of the XE line. I never got the three, but the four. Man, I'm just constantly making mistakes and just regretting it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no mistakes. They're, 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 those are all great cameras at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, in, in the end of the day, I'm still all Fuji, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I just need to. They're just all so damn good. <laughs> um, I, I kind of want it as like uh, fashion, probably. Like today, I'm going to go out with the XE4. I'm feeling more X100E today. Uh, what, what's going to match these shoes? <laughs> and if you're Taki Kayu, then you need to have 100 cameras because you have 100 different pair of shoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like uh, he, he, could, he could pull it off. He, yeah. He'll make that fashion statement. Yeah. Um, God, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> um, oh, one additional thing I, I bought this year that I, I have um, found quite useful is the the little Fujifilm flash. The the I, I forget oh, the yeah. the name of it, but it's just this tiny little light that you can you you pop on it it doesn't have high speed sync or anything like that but man on a pin at a pinch like when you need to have a flash that is a great little device to have um during a wedding i've i i had it on me and, and i was able to um head outside for for a couple shots but i didn't want to take all my lights that I set up uh, inside the, the reception area. And I, I just took the, uh, the, the, the receiver that I had on uh, a spare receiver in, in, in my pack, threw that onto the, um, onto the flash. And I just set it to manual to, to 132 uh, flash speed and went outside, grabbed a few shots. I just, um, you know, aimed with one hand uh, with the camera. And then I had the, in my left hand, I, I, I held the flash far away, man. It was, it was great. Like such a cool little flash and uh dirt cheap. Uh, anybody who's, who needs a flash, I, I, I would highly recommend getting that. Hmm. Never tried it. I had a Nissan, uh, flash back then but uh yeah i haven't shot flash in, in a while but it's uh, it's good to know that the the little fujifilm option is uh, is there and uh and it's good i think i i i saw it i don't know if it was on sale it, it was like 200 bucks uh, and it was like you know what that might come in handy one day 
Uh, a, a photographer by the uh, who I interviewed a while ago, uh, Andrew Billington, he used to use that religiously during uh, wedding receptions. And like, I don't know, it, it, it was one of those things that I bought on a whim early in the year. And then I ended up finally getting a chance to use it. Like it was just really tucked. That's it, it, tiny little thing. It was tucked away in my bag, uh, my, my my lights bag, and uh, like this particular wedding, it, it came in handy. It was good. Nice. Right on, dude. I had a lot of fun. This was crazy, yeah, <laughs> crazy good. We had a great summit. Uh, we got to test out some awesome gear. Uh, we are going to put ourselves in the poorhouse when we eventually buy the other stuff that we need. Um, but man, I, I can't wait for the next summit. I can't come soon enough for the 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 the, the just a just a sheer thought of uh, XH two. Um, oh, yeah, we 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 invite our our, our listeners to. Uh... To pray with us for the XH2. It's it's that simple. <laughs> it's coming. XH2 and an X, X80. Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, right on. Um, why don't you tell the world where they can find you on the web? Sure. You can find me at Fred Ranger. So this is on Instagram, of course, the YouTube channel. And you can also find me on Twitter. So I'll be more than happy to have a chat with you. If you have any questions about... Any of the gear we discussed today, uh, please uh, send me a, a quick message. And don't forget, there's also the Fuji Love Conversation Show on YouTube, which is kind of the equivalent of what Mark is doing on the audio side. We're also doing it on the video side. Uh, so uh, head over to the YouTube channel and find more content there. It, it, your, your work is awesome. Uh, I, I, I love your... I, I can't wait to check out the, uh, the, the most recent stuff that you did, like... Uh, that's what I'm going to be doing after we log off today. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, right on. We, we'll need to do this again because um, if we get to test out any of the new stuff, like the, the GFX 50 uh, Mark two or, or the 33 or the new 23, um, we, we need to spill the beans and talk about our experiences. Um, Great pleasure. Yes. Right on, man. So anyway, it was great chatting with you. We'll do this again soon. And uh, we'll see you next time. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I hope that you enjoyed the interview. And I just wanted to mention one more time that this show is brought to you by Fujilove Magazine. For the latest and greatest in all things Fujifilm, head on over to Fujilove.com and check out some of their great articles great photography, tips, tricks, you name it. Subscribe today, all at fujilove.com. And you can always find me, Mark Sadowski, on Instagram or Twitter. On both platforms, I am Mark Sadowski. That's Mark with a C. Or you can find me on my personal podcast, XMark. You can find that on any platform, iTunes, Stitcher. And it's just me talking about some of my personal journaling through photography. That's X Mark, Mark with a C. That's all for this week. See you next time.